I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Welcome to Biz Talks. I'm Kim Singletary, Managing Editor of Biz New Orleans Magazine, and on this podcast, we're going a little Hollywood South. I'm excited to be talking today to future HGTV star, Brittany Piccolo-Ramos. A New Orleans native, Brittany is a successful high-end residential real estate agent that also happens to be the star of the brand new HGTV series, Selling the Big Easy. The first two episodes of which will premiere on Friday, September 11th, starting at 8 p.m. Central. In the half-hour shows, Brittany and her team help clients stage and sell their New Orleans homes for top dollar, along with help prospective buyers find their dream homes. In case you aren't familiar, HGTV, or Home and Garden Television, is a top 10 cable network that's distributed to more than 87 million households. So, Brittany, congratulations. This is quite the opportunity for you and New Orleans to be seen in a new way by millions of people. I know. We're excited. And, I mean, I feel like New Orleans is the world's best kept secret. And, you know, I think that's why a lot of celebrities move here because, you know, we're, we're not super falling over celebrity life. But, you know, it's such a, it's such a win. You know, we're, we're wild, we're crazy, we're fun, we have food. I mean, it's just like, we have parades for Tuesdays. Oh, I you know. know. Like, <laughs> you're like, today's a great day. You want to have a parade? And they're like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I lived in, I grew up in the Southern California area, and it is very different here. I ran into um, Jennifer Garner with some friends of mine. We were having brunch, like a mom's brunch. And um, she actually, she was there with her baby and she actually came up to us and cause nobody was coming up to her and she was kind of standing there having a coffee <laughs> and it was so funny. And she's like, oh, I wanted to, you know, would you guys like to see my new stroller? And it's super fancy. And the four of us just kind of looked at her like, oh my gosh. And, <laughs> but it's so different cause like in LA or anywhere else, they would, they would be accosted. <laughs> I know. It's like we see celebrities and we're like, we're totally the big easy. We're like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, welcome. You know, because we're all a little bit like celebrities in our own mind. Like, I'm pretty cool, too. So, you know, don't feel too fancy. Exactly. Um, So I wanted to start. I wanted to find out a bit more about you. Um, You're from New Orleans natively. Which which part? And of course, where did you go to school? Sure. I mean, high school or grammar school or like, like it's so funny. Like when everybody says, where'd you go to school? That means high school, right? Yeah, like it's where'd you go to school? High school. Of course. Anywhere else would be college. Yes. Um, so I was born in Metairie and I've lived all over different parts of the city. Um, and, you know, currently um, we live in old Algiers and um, I grew up um, and went to Ridgewood Prep when I was little Um and I went to a small church school when I was like a baby and grew up there, which was cool on airline. And um, I graduated from UNO in business. And so, yeah, 
um, New Orleans. You're all New Orleans. Um, <laughs> so you got into real estate because of a bad experience you had with your husband. Can you explain a bit about that? Well, not just my husband. Not just, okay. There was <laughs> I'm like, well, what ones. had happened was like, he said this and I was like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to make millions of dollars. No. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I actually, um, it was kind of a multi level of, of why I got into it. My sister was a real estate agent and I was a, um, second child. So I was always kind of living in her shadow. So the last thing I ever wanted to do was real estate um, because she was already super successful and I didn't want to be pinned up against her like my entire life. Yeah. Um, so people had always said I should go into real estate because I love people and I always was like a, a fixer, you know, a problem solver. And um, but the view of real estate agents that I had was very like salespeople you know, use car sales, you know, like yeah. you just, that's the presentation that you get on movies and shows and stuff. And um, so I had no idea the true nature of real estate or a real estate agent. So um, I actually bought a house from a family member, loved them dearly, no harm, you know, harm against them, but they didn't really know what they're doing. And we bought a house way over market value and ended up losing our behinds as young people and like lost like $30,000. And for a young person, yeah, that's a lot of money, you know? Yeah. And, um, and for anybody, that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it just kind of put us in the hole. And I remember feeling very vulnerable and frustrated and it kind of set us back quite a bit. Um, and then um, fast forward a couple of years, everybody kept saying, you should do real estate. And I was like, no, 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 that's not what I want to do. Um, secretly always wanted to be um, a comedian. I love making people laugh <laughs> um, and an actress, which is hilarious because I went to school um, for acting, but then transferred to business when I was like, oh, I should probably make money um, at this time. And I didn't want to move to L.A. or New York. So I was like, these are my options, you know. And so you so, end up getting um, on TV as a real estate agent. <laughs> isn't that crazy? And what's funny is I wasn't even... I wasn't even looking for that, but I'm a big believer in fate. You know, I believe everything happens for a reason. And so, um, and I just needed to help provide with my family and things like that. So I just had to, um, have to shift and sacrifice for a season. And so I think that, you know, all those things get, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. And so, um, so I ended up getting to real estate kind of accidentally. I hurt my back and I couldn't walk or really stand for long periods of time. And at the time I was working for a cell phone company and I ended up, um, not being able to work. And, um, I got a call out of the blue from a family friend that was in real estate, but she was asking if I wanted to sell some like skincare, multi-level marketing um, mm -hmm. you know, thing. And I was like, not really, but I do think I need to get into real estate. And I kind of like bit the bullet. And I mean, it just, I was like a duck in the water like when I first started. It was like, cause I found out that real estate agents are not salespeople. We're really like matchmakers, like pro property matchmakers, problem solvers. You know, my business degree really came into play with helping investors. And also I, I like to make things pretty and to, and to see the good in things that maybe aren't really looking their best right like I would always give my friends makeovers I'm like sit down let me fix your and that is so Italian of me because like 
I was very much Italian mama. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm going to fix your whole life. And I want to get deeply personal. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and so that's really weird. Cause you know, like your Italian mamas and, and Spanish mamas too, because my husband's Puerto Rican and Cuban. I mean, they want to like tell you about your whole life without you even asking like family parties. I would go and they're like, oh my gosh, have you been working out? And I'm like, no, they're like, yeah, we can tell. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> tell it how it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very New Orleans and in, in, in the aspect of you tell it like it is, which for me doing New Orleans, I mean, doing real estate in New Orleans has been super fun and super natural, you know, because people do tend to be very um, vulnerable and very um, open, which is unlike, I think, any other market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you started selling in 2013 and you got your own team together 2015. And then this past October... You and your husband started Godwin and Stone Real Estate? Mm -hmm. You totally nailed that name. Yes, that is actually correct. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about the success you guys have had. I mean, this isn't just like, you know, any other kind of company that got. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it isn't. I mean, honestly, it's really cool because my husband's personality type is, is he's a hundred percent D and a hundred percent C and I'm, I'm a disc assessment. I don't know if you've ever looked at that. Mm -hmm. And my personality assessment is like a hundred percent D and a hundred percent I. So I'm a hundred percent driven and friendly and he's a hundred percent driven and controlling, not in a negative, like I'm a psycho way, but like, (laughs) like (laughs) he's like a strategist and like analyzer and, and builder, you know? So Um, I really could not be where I'm at without him because he's been so supportive. And then the way we built was very organic. So my business grew very fast. My friend was working at Starbucks at the time. And I was like, hey, you want to work with me? I need a help. And I had been knowing her since preschool. And she's on the show. Her name's Lauren. Yeah, I saw her. Okay. Yeah. And so I called her. I was like, you want to work with me? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. Like, it was very um, funny, like, how it happened. Because it was just, like, wherever there was a need, like, there was someone to fill it. Mm. And and I just kind of um, – I don't recruit agents from other brokerages, um, like a lot of team people do. I don't think that that's – you know, I don't want to go in – Not, so, I mean, I'm not going to judge anybody do your life, you know. But for me, um, I wanted to build the character and not saying that I don't take on real estate agents. But I, I wanted to be able to see, see people um, – and know who they were at their character. So their character was more important to me than even their skill level, because you can build a skill level. But if they had integrity, honesty, character, and I knew them, like really knew them, I knew that everything else could be built on, you know? Yeah. So who who is your team? I think in the first episode, which I got to see, um, it mentions your brother, Joel. Yes, he is so funny. Oh my gosh. So I give him so much crap. I don't know if I can say that on this, but I do. As you should. Like, as, like, such a big sister, little brother relationship. And what's funny is he's probably way more talented than I am. Like, no joke. Like, he is super just, man. And I give him crap because he's so cute. I want to keep him level. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's so handsome. I'm like, don't play. Like, you ain't that in a bag of chips, right? So he's so funny because you can really see the dynamic and he is very similar to me, but he's a lot more, um, strategic and like, and professional. I hate to say that I'm very professional, but in a very relaxed way, he's just very professional 
and friendly <laughs> in a very professional way. And he's, he's, he always looks like super sharp and he's just super talented. Um, and he also graduated, um, um, he went to Nickel State. And so he graduated um, in business and, and something else. So he's he's awesome. But we do. We make fun of each other like constantly. And like I can't get away with anything because he oh, yeah. totally call me out. So it's a funny dynamic because I feel like, um, what was that comedian? He's like, I get no respect. You know that guy? <laughs> I feel like that's my business. I get no respect. Like <laughs> I'm like, I'm a big deal, y'all. Come on. And they're like, no, stop it. So you guys, so how big is your team? Because it mentions on the first episode, it mentions Joel. It mentions Lauren um and Derek yeah. yeah so how how what is what does Godwin and, and Stone look mm-hmm. like so Godwin and Stone we now have th- 13 okay. agents or 11 no we have 13 employees and 11 agents um and all the agents um are most of them not all of them but most of them are people that I've known for years and I grew up with um, and, you know, just have, again, have come on very organically. Um, but we have been getting a couple of, um, additional agents that are, you know, that work with our culture. And so that's been building, but, um, the team that works more directly with me, um, is Joel, okay. Lauren, Lauren and Derek. And I also have an, another, I have a couple of teammates that aren't on the okay. show too, um, that are, are like on my Instagram or Facebook. And so because we're small, thankfully, we are still able to operate almost like a team, even though everyone's their own individual agent. But um, we all kind of help each other, which is awesome. So um, how did this all come about with HGTV? You, well, first of all, you guys, you specialize in high end? <clears throat> well, we, well, what's funny is, is I built my business from the ground up. You know, a lot of times um, luxury real estate agents um, come from, usually you build off of your sphere, okay? So if people are, you know, born into more affluent families or they have more connections in that kind of realm, a lot of times luxury agents are already, Mm -hmm. they just walk into it, you know? Um, Mine has been kind of different because I kind of, I don't, reject anyone you know i mean if you need to if you need help i don't i i, I specialize in luxury real estate but i mean we have people we can help anyone okay. who needs to sell their house um but in luxury which is interesting what i noticed um in the luxury market there were a lot of million dollar properties that really were not getting the presentation the pictures the staging it was almost like people just took the listing took some pictures with their Mm -hmm. phone and called it a day. Like it was weird, you know? And I think that we're taking luxury to a new level of like professionalism and really making sure that the million dollar market is, is not being ignored and is getting the same amount of service as the middle market, you know? And I feel like, I don't know what happened, but I feel like maybe there were agents that weren't keeping up with technology or, you really just weren't even investing because when you, when I have a listing, I mean, I'm paying for photos, marketing, professional staging, whether it's myself or a company that I partner with, you know, like we're putting a lot of money and in investing and a lot of times million dollar agents, especially in New Orleans, I mean, it might be different in other markets. They were, it's almost like they were afraid to invest mm-hmm. with their clients, you know? So obviously there's sometimes that if there's heavy, heavy staging that's needed or, repairs, the clients and the sellers are going to um, do that. And I would partner still in marketing and, and helping with that financially, but they, 
it was like it was almost like the million dollar market was being like uh, ignored almost I don't know how to describe it like it like you I'm sure you've seen it you're on Zillow and you see like a house for 1.2 million and the pictures <laughs> yes. are terrible yeah you know what I'm saying you're like who did this and it's probably because a family friend of a family friend was like yeah I saw real estate and they're like oh I've been knowing you for years I think I'll list with you not like oh if I don't hire a right agent I could lose thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's but it is interesting because I didn't see you that know? I actually worked in the residential market when I was out there in California and I didn't see that in California you did not see homes or multi-million dollar homes that were not professionally photographed well staged like you just didn't see it I know that's what I'm saying New Orleans was well you have to understand everybody in New Orleans we we've all grown up here pretty yeah. much like most of yeah. us you know what I'm saying or a lot of it. So you have a lot of people. And so it's like family, new family, new family. And they just like yeah. throw it up there and call yeah. it a day. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? You know? And it's very like, like, <laughs> roulette kind of thing. Like, big, you know, very like, oh, I guess I'll do real estate. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some pictures, you know, but I think it's changing, you know, thankfully. And I think, you know, with, with shows like that are on HDTV and different programs, you do have people realizing how important marketing is. Um, but you know, I mean, there's still, you know, I always recommend people look at your listings, see the pictures, look at what people are oh, doing yeah. for you. Yeah. You know? I've seen pictures of people take pictures in the kitchen and like, there's a you know, sink full of dishes there's, and I'm just like, <laughs> no. or like, I like my favorite ones where they see the real estate yeah. agent in yeah, the photo. Yeah. Those are great. Like, yeah. Like, or the it. picture of a corner of a room <laughs> or something. You're like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be getting from this, but. I'm glad it has corners. <laughs> I know. So it, it's, it's, it, people, it's funny. It is funny to see. And, and I do appreciate the fact that people are being more aware because you have to understand back in the day, real estate was very close knit. It was very much um, because of web, big websites like Zillow, realtor.com, you know, people have gotten more power and understanding of what their agents yeah. are supposed to be doing. Whereas before, they would take a couple of pictures with their camera phone, put a sign yeah. out, and call it a day. I mean, that's all changed. And what's cool is when you have a real estate agent um, versus for sale by owner or something like that, typically speaking, you get between 10 to 12% mm -hmm. more for your house. Because not only is it just getting a buyer and getting a good offer and a qualified buyer, but it's also going through um, inspections and appraisal and keeping all that money intact. I can't tell you how many times I had an inspector say, oh, this needs $60,000 worth of work. Well because of my experience, I was able to say that doesn't look right. That doesn't look right. And I would get professionals out there. One time they said it was going to cost 60,000 to fix everything. And then we ended up paying $1,500 because a lot of the stuff that the inspector had said was just wrong. Wow. You know, well, I was impressed too. I, so in the first episode, um, there is, you do, you do show some, some million dollar homes, but there's also one that you were working on for her staging. That was a $350,000 home. And I think you guys went in and put like 3,000 into staging it and then listed it for like 19,000 more. So it's, it, that mm -hmm. staging is very important. Well, think about yourself, you know, think about when you walk into a house and it's blank, there's nothing there. It smells like paint. You're like, okay, there's no music playing. Mm -hmm. There's no experience versus you walk into a house great music's playing. The lighting is awesome. You feel good. You see, you can imagine yourself in the space and then you just feel good. Cause I mean, I would say most people buy based yeah. on feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like I had one house one time 
and it had been on the market with two different real estate agents for over two years and they were doing for sale by owner. And I went in there and um, I, I met the guy, the house is adorable and I, I love seeing potential in something. So I was like, listen, we need to change the lighting, change the paint, do this. Like he probably invested maybe two grand. And then I was able to stage the house and literally we priced it $20,000 more than the previous agents. In fact, the agent even called me. He was like, I can't believe you priced it that high. I was like, shut up. Like, like really? Like, shut your face. He was like, like, what are you doing? I'm like, why? And he's like, he called me to let me know how stupid I was, which was awesome. Cause then we got it under contract in two weeks. And I was like, booyah. Right. I don't know if people still say that, but I feel good about it. Like, I think you can say it at that point, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so how did okay? So you guys were operating as a successful real estate firm. How did you get connected with HGTV? How did that whole thing come about? Okay, so I feel like I'm like hanging out with my girlfriend. I'm like, okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> and then he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Shut up." <laughs> like, no. Um. So. It was kind of like how our conversation is, um, you know, we, I had a home stager I was working with and she called me and she said, um, Brittany, she's like, HGTV is there or not HGTV. She said a TV program is wanting to do a staging show. And um, I had a, a listing for sale that she had helped me stage. And she said, can we use your listing? I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. You know, I was like, just go right ahead. Called the seller. The seller was like, I really want you to be there. And I really did not feel like going that day because I, just wasn't feeling good. I was kind of like, Ugh, just feeling yucky, yeah. you know, one of those days. And, um, but I ended up going, obviously, you know, um, at the seller's request, which is totally fine. Um, so I'm kind of glad I didn't <laughs> listen. Thank the Lord. Um, that would have been like, great missed moment, Brittany. Um, so I ended up going to the house, meeting the, um, the people, and I was hanging out while they were shooting. We're just making jokes. And I'm like, oh, have you gone to this restaurant? Have you gone here? You need to try this. And, like, and I was kind of like just talking really, um, like, just excited right. about the city, you know? And I was like, and it's almost like when you're, you know, when you're in love with somebody and you start describing them and then, you know, it was kind of like that. I was like, you're going to love this and you're going to see this. And I started to make, you know, telling her stories about my family. Like my grandmother worked at the Royal Sinesta Hotel and just like, just hanging out. Right. You know, and giving them a little bit of history um, just of the city. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're, well, there was something else that was said, but I'm not going to say because it, it was hilarious, but really appropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I think you're going to get quite a bit unless it was cut out. But um <laughs> And I said, then she goes, oh my gosh, you're hilarious. She's like, oh no. And I'll, no, she said, oh my gosh, you're hilarious. And I'm, and I said, oh my gosh, I know I should have my own show. Like kind of sarcastically because everybody says that like, yeah, well, no big deal. Right. But I was kind of making fun of myself and she was like, oh, you should. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And she's like, no, you should. And I was like, yeah, right. And she was like, no, really. I was like, uh-huh. Like, and then no joke. She's like, let me get your number. I'm like, this is going to be like that guy mm -hmm. that gets your number and he mm -hmm. never calls. Not that I've ever experienced <laughs> that. Just joking. I mean, totally me um, <laughs> Not that I have any resentment towards that one no. guy. No, I'm joking. Um, but she called me. We did a Skype. And then we did a Skype with the team. And then we did another Skype. And then they came in and did an interview. And then it was, it's been like a oh, two-year wow. process. Um, yeah. And they were like, Hey, guess what? During this interview, nothing like, apparently they do this with hundreds of thousands of programs and 
a lot of them never just come to fruition. So the whole time they were talking to me, they were like, we think you're great, but we don't really care because at the end of the day, this could totally be cut tomorrow and none of this means anything. And I'd be like, great, awesome. <laughs> so that was no, no, no rejection <laughs> feeling at all, you know? So <laughs> like all of my insecurities, like, there you go. Um, but it, it's funny because it just, it just kept going and they kept saying yes, which was cool. And, but I it really didn't have any expectation throughout the whole process, right. you know? And so it was kind of cool. And, and again, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. And I feel like I just, I want the show to be a love letter to New Orleans and the people of New Orleans. Yeah. You know? What, so what, what was, so what was it like? So when did it become real? When did they come down and do the filming? It looks like um, the first episode looks like it's cold out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know. Right. So it's half cold and half hot. So well, okay. So usually they shoot a pre-pilot and then they shoot the whole pilot. Well, there was so much going on. They, they've never put something directly to pilot before, but they did with our show. They like green lighted the pilot like immediately, which was crazy. And then I think HGTV got a little bit like, oh God, this, cause it's, I think it's one of the first personality based shows, um, that they've had versus like a renovation show or, you know, like, um, a house finding show it's it really is a personality based show about me and the personality of New right. Orleans you know and so um I think they were kind of a little bit a little bit kind of like touch and go um but so they shot half the they, they went back and went back to the pre pre-pilot so we shot half of it and then they came back approved it and then they shot the rest of it because obviously it's very expensive to shoot so they wanted to make sure that the test pilot or pre-pilot was positive before they shot the entire So when, when was all that? Oh my gosh. Like a year, wow. a year and a half ago. Yeah. It's been a long time. This has been a process for sure. You know, but I mean, at the end of the day, like for me, it really, all of it's improv hanging mm -hmm. out and talking. So it wasn't like stressful in the sense of like, what am I going to say? Do I need to remember lines? You know, like we're just, you're, you're getting a lot of us just being, yeah. together, you know? And, um, yeah. So that's, what's so cool about it too. It's like when you're seeing me, Derek, Lauren and Joel all hanging out, that's us hanging out. You know, when you see, you know, me with my clients showing them through their property, that's, that's how it is. You know, now I wish we could get more drama with it. And you could see like the real dirty, dirty of like real estate with like the negotiating and like inspection responses where you get savage. But, you know, I don't think, I don't know if America's ready for that. They're like, ah. we got to ease them into know that a little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, obviously when you watch shows, you, you they get under contract, but the heaviness of the contract starts once it's under contract because you right. have the inspection negotiations, appraisal, if it comes in low, then what happens? And that's really where um, a professional real estate agent's expertise comes into right. play the most. Right. So how many episodes have you guys done? 13. Uh, 13. Okay. And so the first one come, the first two come out together and that's on Friday, September 11th, right? And then, so is that mm -hmm. something like people can watch it whenever they want? Is that like, well, they have oh, HGTV right. Go, and they also have, um, I think HGTV Go okay. is where you would watch it, you know, be able to okay. watch it streaming, which is awesome. And I love that they have an app because, you know, obviously, whenever you want to veg out and just watch a ton of house <laughs> renovation shows, 
you got it. <laughs> well, and that's a big thing right now. I actually read um, yesterday in CNN had a, an article and they were talking about kind of the rise in popularity of these high-end real estate shows and that it was, in, in their words, um, fueling our quarantine dream home fantasies. Um, <laughs> that's the great word. And, Never wrote that. God and I could see like, that. I mean, great. you are stuck at home. You you know, people are a lot of people are doing renovations because a they plans got canceled for travel, and so they're like, okay, I have this money, and and then they're just sitting at home. And I remember in the first few weeks, we were donating a lot of stuff and trying to kind of Marie Kondo our way through our house. And um, at one point, they were just mm-hmm. shutting down for donations because they were like, everybody's doing this. Everybody's wow. trying to make their space look better. <laughs> They're like, we don't right, need exactly. more of your crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, but that, everybody's kind of moving stuff around and, and doing things. So it's, it is, I think, this HGTV and especially the high-end homes. It's just fun to watch and see. Yeah. Um, well, like, you can't just pull up to a mansion and be like, hi, I'm not weird, but can I see your home, please? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's because, too, people, you know, very affluent people, and, and, and they're very protective, and they're very yeah. private. So they're not going to be like, hi, do you want to tour my million-dollar house? And, you know, like, it's just – and they don't want to be braggadocious either. So, But we're curious, um, and, and that's where that... a lot of the trends come from is they exactly. come from the high-end homes, and they kind of work their way down. So what – and on that end, like, what, what kind of trends are you seeing with people sitting around going, oh, my God, what I do with my house? You know, like what? You know what I love yeah. that's coming um, is the whole bold okay. colors, you know, are really being, you know, on display right now, which I'm obsessed with because, you know, I love me some jewel tones. And so I feel like white houses are always going to be in. Why? Because they're very classic and they make this face feel bigger. But people are making um, bold statements with wallpaper, you know, with really beautiful prints, with, you know, colored couches and pillows and, and, and accent walls. You know, you have to be careful because if you're going to paint an entire room dark, it's better be big mm-hmm. with high ceilings or else it'll enclose the space. But I think, thankfully, because of things like Pinterest and, and HGTV and all these renovation shows, you're able to dream. Right big you know because and live vicariously and have a piece of of a reflection of yourself and your own creativity and that's one thing that I think New Orleans is really going to shine with their houses is the funkiness and the the artistic like I just went to Jam Nola it was so much fun Um, I actually ran into the owners um, at um, my brother-in-law has a sushi restaurant called Megomi (laughs) and um, it's amazing and so I met them at the restaurant and I went and toured it yesterday. It is the coolest New Orleansy thing you can ever go to. And it's like a wonderland of colors. So you and don't, I you don't like have to necessarily people, neutral uh-huh. out your house is what you're saying. Like if you're going to put it on the market. Yes. And not only that, but you can be, that's your place. And we used to be people cared so much about other people thought um, that they were very, um, they always had to follow each other's trends. What I love what's happening now is due to social media and, and people being more um, comfortable with being in their own skin, they're also reflecting that in their houses. And they're doing stuff that they want to do in their homes, which I love. And actually, the, so the buyers that you worked with, again, on the first episode, that was one of the comments they made when they walked into a room. Their house is like, oh, it's too much white. Like, we want funky. We want, we mm-hmm. want New Orleans. If we're going to live yeah. in New Orleans, we want New Orleans. And New Orleans is not whitewashed yeah. and beige. 
Well, I didn't even know that, like, I went and visited in Baton Rouge, um, and I didn't even know that, like, subdivisions, I, I saw these big old subdivisions, not that that's a problem, but literally mm-hmm. every house looked the same. And I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I've only lived in Nashville, and Nashville's kind of funky, too. So I didn't know that those neighborhoods <laughs> existed. Like, when I found out, I was like, oh, my God, this is terrifying. Like, what if you go into their neighbor's house and think it's your house? Like, I would be that person. <laughs> like, late at night, you drive in, you get arrested. Great time. So how, do you, how, do you, how does this happen? Like, how do, how do you guys choose who's going to be on the show? What, what um, houses you're going to feature? Is that something do you kind of provide? Well, a lot of them are my a lot of them are clients and some of them are, are with the network um, and just connecting us, you know, with, with people and, and houses and situations. Obviously we had to work around COVID. So we'd have a house that we were going to use and the seller got COVID. So uh. could, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we had to, yeah, we had to kind of make it work, but a lot of them are my, my, my actual clients. So um, you are, I mean, that's who it is. I mean, my, my clients, you know, and then being able to kind of get into um, what the process was like. So if somebody wanted to be on the show or have their house featured, I would say reach out to us. But most of the people that are on the show or being featured on the show are either my clients or, you know, or connecting and they're, that way. I'm assuming you pick kind of ones that are super fun and like just, you know, translate well. Well, <laughs> I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Everybody's a 10 in their own way. Um, no, but we, um, the big thing was really okay. availability, you know? And so it was less like, yeah, we're, we want people that translate, but we want reality. We want real situations as much as possible. And we want people that are available because we have, we have to shoot a, an episode in a week. So when you know, you, said, you mentioned COVID, so this filming for this was going on during the quarantine stuff just towards the okay. end of it for a little bit yes okay. uh-huh but most of it was shot okay. pre-covid thank um and then the other thing that i thought was a little surprising too was that the first time you showed was not exactly like french quarter it was out in metairie um and i'm a rebel like that crazy. um with most people who i know and i have a, a lot of friends that travel and they come down here they would have never heard of metairie um well, that's another thing that I, I wanted to show people because everybody knows about New Orleans downtown. Yes. But and a lot of times people are hesitant to move here because they think that we just yeah. drink and party all night long. Like that's just what we do. And it's crazy. And they're like, oh, it's just too nightlifey or whatever. Um, but New Orleans is funny because it's everything is within like 15 minutes, you know, from the other part of the city. And there are these little communities outside of New Orleans that are still New Orleans vibing, mm-hmm. you know, and still are New Orleans people. So if you want a little bit more suburbia or if you want a little bit, you know, more land, you can go into North Shore or Slidell. If you want to, there's something for everybody, you know, and that's one thing cool, too, that I wanted to showcase on the show is that New Orleans has so many different nooks and crannies and spaces and and cultures within mm-hmm. cultures you know and so anybody can move to new orleans because even if say downtown doesn't work for you well maybe uptown will work for you say the french quarter doesn't work for you but metairie uh-huh. well you know like or, or old metairie you know north shore like there's so many different aspects and every neighborhood or area has its own perspective. yeah and so what you you do some lake view you do some do you use algiers do we do it all over all over new orleans metro area but i mean north shore slidell 
um, Metairie, Kenner, like at, we want to touch all the cities of Uptown, you know, Bywater, all of it. Wow. It was almost like a tasting plate of New Orleans. Nice. <laughs> but we also had to work around um, the city um, limits and, and, and approval and stuff like that, too. Um, so how well, we talked about a little bit about the pandemic. How has that has that had any effect on the on your market on the high end market here? Well, actually, because they lowered the interest rate, um, I feel like there was a, a bigger okay. boom in, in higher end houses. And because people, like you were saying, they were sitting in their houses for so long, they were like, forget this, I need more space. Or, you know, yeah. I want a pool or, well, you know, and so a lot of people have actually made changes and we've, we've had huge months the last few months. Wow. Yeah. I've heard the pool thing and I definitely, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can't tell you how many times previously people were like, oh, I don't want a oh. pool. I don't want the maintenance. This time they were like, yes. I need a pool. Like I need, this is a non-negotiable, which I don't think has ever happened in my career, you know, or since I've been in real estate that they were like, oh, I have to have a pool. Like it, it, it were kind of like, oh yeah, that'd be great if I had one. But I think quarantine really showed people how hot it is in New Orleans and how nice it is to have a pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what are your hopes for this, for the show, for the city? Um, for your business, are you you expecting to kind of get some more some more clients out of this? No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, <I'm> joking. <laughs> well, honestly, I hope it it does. I mean, because I really do love my clients, and I I always do what's best for them, and and protecting them, and covering them, and educating them, and and making sure that they are getting the best service. So I hope that we do get a ton of clients and I hope we dominate the market and not in like a mean, like aggressive way, but really, I do think that we, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think we were the best, just, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be touting my own horn or tooting my own horn. I don't, I think that's kind of ridiculous, but we do have a good team and we do have good agents and, or great agents. And so, yeah, I mean, I would say that would be great, you know, because, I think that um, a lot of times people know people or they use people because they know the name, but they don't really look at their product or their service or anything else like that. And they're great agents in New Orleans. I love working. I mean, I couldn't do this without the cooperating agents, but I think it's awesome because people will be able to get to see us and have a name in New Orleans. I mean, my whole family has been here, you know, since my great, great grandfather you know so to be able to build a legacy in new orleans um that will hopefully be here for my children and my grandchildren is is awesome that's really cool well it was so much fun speaking with you and i wish you all the luck in this new show and everybody go out friday september 11th and and watch this on hgtv and get hgtv go and and see all this and if you want to see more of Brittany, you can see her at work in our upcoming issue um the of biz new orleans in october <laughs> um that's our real estate issue so a perfect fit there and the magazine will also uh feature insight on commercial and residential markets from some of the region's top real estate influencers um so watch for that out on stands and online on october 1st uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Biz Talks. And thank you, Brittany, for coming on and having some fun with us. And if you like what you're hearing, like us, subscribe, and help us spread the word. Thanks so much, Brittany. Thank you. I can't wait to like <laughs> and subscribe. That's for darn sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. 
If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.